You need a little bit of nasty, don't you? They're the little battles you need to win if Munster wanted to win this game. He lives and breathes line-out. How do they pick themselves up from this? The Red 78 with Alan Quinlan and Neil Briggs. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. Second leg of the Champions Cup this week and a bit more about Graham Rowntree as well now that he's been confirmed. Alan, good morning to you. How are you getting on? Good, lads. Thanks. And yourselves? The... Um, the scoreboard showing the uh, actual score is a good idea that people have had across the week. Uh, you know, we're all going to have to use our mental maths to make sure that we know exactly what the crack is with it. But uh, the two legs have kind of worked out, I think. Yeah, it has. I think uh, we obviously had a lot of issues during the in the pool stages um, with with COVID and um, the whole format was questioned. Um, I think we the competition has come alive. There's no doubt about it. Um, obviously, for EPCR, um, changing the format was 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 driven by COVID in the last couple of seasons, and uh, so much history attached to this competition. Um, have we have had issues before with some of the French teams, um, some English teams, probably when when they lose a game in the pool stages at home, um, throwing the towel in and stuff like that. But this is exactly what people wanted. Um, the intrigue of last weekend was was fantastic, and and right across the board, there was uh, top quality games, and there was a bite and an intensity to them which everybody wanted, and I think the competition really needed. Uh, let's start by talking about Connacht, it's just because it, it's top of the head, and we had Andy Friend on the show yesterday. Um, it, you don't want to patronise Connacht, right? But their performance against Leinster was excellent and nearly amazing. Uh, and they still the, the the whole world expects them maybe the exception of the, the team themselves expects them to lose and to go out of the competition because they're minus five starting against Leinster at home um, but I, I think even with all of the conversations around Connacht we still underrate the job that Andy Friend is doing at this stage is that fair? Um, yeah it is I think um, it's probably um they haven't been consistent enough, I think, and that's probably the level they need to get to. They're probably a little bit underpowered in that in that front five area, um, and it does come against them sometimes when they're they're playing bigger physical teams. Um, I think the way they play the game is is probably the only way they can. So that's why he's the right man for the job with Connacht. Um, Every team wants to have big bruising forwards to provide a, a platform for you. Um, and, you know, it doesn't happen. You know, the depth in those areas, uh, ball playing, front rows, we see what, you know, Leinster, the depth they have in that, that area and how it affects the, the way they want to play and the impacts those guys have in the game. Um, having played in the back row, I always, always had that thing in my head and I, it'll never change, you know. If you're a front fiver, Workhorses, they're making big impacts. They're having um, physical power moments in the game. It just makes your job easier, right across the board with the with the players behind them. Um, so, look, I think he's done a wonderful job. I think he's um, they're a very positive side to watch in the way they play. Um, their ambition is is second to none. Decision making really good, um, and. I think it's it's probably a bit frustrating that they're one kind of step away from really, and I mean this respectfully, competing with the big powerful teams, and and you know they've probably lost they've lost too many games in the URC. Yeah, they're in a position now where they 
they may not make Europe um, well, just, just, next year. I just want to talk about that briefly, right? Like we were talking about West Ham earlier and um, uh, they, they don't really have the squad size to compete on two fronts and it looks like they've completely prioritised Europe over the last four or five weeks as there's an opportunity for them to get into the Champions League next season if they win the Europa League. From Connick's perspective, it would on the face of it, it'd be kind of devastating not to be in the Heineken Cup considering here we are talking about the great performance in the Heineken Cup against Leinster. But is there a long-term world in which actually having one thing and all the eggs in the basket next year in one competition really, uh, you know, again, you, you could not prioritise whatever the secondary European competition is. Is, that, is there any possibility that that might actually be better for them in the long run? Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, you don't... It's hard to mentally kind of get into that situation where you would. I'm sure um, if they were, look if they were in a good position during the URC and you know looking like they'd be in the playoffs and that they're going to qualify for Europe next year, they'd be very very pleased with that. And then it would probably take off a li- take a little bit of pressure off um, the knockout stages of Europe. That anything after that is a bonus. So I think you've got to prioritize the league. Um, they're in danger of missing out on both, aren't they? You know, the, the, because the, they don't the have the resources. The I suppose is, is yeah. The I think yeah, it's depth, it's depth, it's depth, and it's particularly depth in that front, front five areas. Look, they've recruited very smartly. Um, you know, Mac Hansen has been a brilliant signing from. I think um, you know that that that's the issue from, and Munster have similar issues with front row kind of resources. They're very hard to get top quality props, hookers. Um, players who can play the modern game the way you need to play. So I think it's it's depth in those areas, and we've seen their set piece struggle this year. You know that scrum last last week where where Leinster scored um, the the Hugo Keenan try where in the second half where their scrum scrum capitulated. They're the small moments in a, a game, Jared, that wins you big games when you can lock out that scrum when you're defending your own line or or you can steal a line out or whatever or, or create a score from a mall. Um, so being underpowered in those areas you, you have to find different ways of playing and there's some similarities with Munster because uh, I think with Munster having the players injured obviously it gives them some mitigation but for Connacht I think that's the concern and that's the challenge for Andy Friend is to try and get more depth we saw it over in Leicester in, in, in the, the pool game that they lost the way they're you know they were leading that game it looked like it was going to be a historic way of win and then it all changes with the the scrum and mall defence. So um, they're the challenges that he has, but I think he has done a brilliant job. They won't want Connacht people won't want no, no. you to patronise him in this scenario of it's a good it's a good news story. They want to win things, but I think maybe going back to your question, it it for me the league games are incredibly important and they've lost too many of them this year with, with inconsistent performances. Yeah, and it's a trip to South Africa next, you know, so it's it's not going to be easy for them from this point. It would be very unlikely, or more uh, unlikely than likely that they will actually end up um, qualifying for those knockout stages. So uh, let's go on. Like, I, we're hearing that uh, it's going to be the Ireland front row, the original Ireland front row, as opposed to the new Ireland front row that starts from a Leinster perspective whenever that team gets named that uh, um, Kelleher is going to be back um, and Andrew Porter you know just as you're like oh great we've got to within five points and it's going to be exciting now it's at the Aviva we played really well there against Ulster it's like oh great uh, it's an even better Leinster team that we have to go up against 
Yeah, it is. It's um, and that's the depth that they have, I think. And um, to have Keller and Porter back at this stage for Leinster is a, is a huge boost. I think um, they'd love to have James Ryan and Ryan Baird back, and I think they will be crucial um, if look Leinster progress here and and into the quarterfinals, semi-finals, beyond. I think they're the team to beat in this competition. It's the one area I'd be worried about the second row situation when if if they progress forward. Um, and I, I, they can't underestimate Leinster or Connacht in any way. I think they've they've got to be really wary that you know this is the last kind of throw of the dice for Connacht. They they'll put everything into this, and if you give them any sort of time and space and stand off them, but I think Leinster are too good to, and they'll know that Leo Cullen and know that Stuart Lancaster, the players, um, but to have Porter and Keller coming back, and we're just having a talking about the impact. What these guys do with the ball, without the ball, traditionally, you know, a good prop was someone who was a good scrummager and a good line-out lifter and a good mauler. Now it's we're judging props and hookers on, um, you know, what to do around the field. And these guys are world class, and I think they can. They've shown it on the international stage as well. Um, the tackles, the yeah. tackle reload, the poaches, the carries. Um, it's a full and, package and the power yeah. yeah it's a full package and and you know as a back row forward if, I, if you're out there continuously tackling Ronald Kenner Tyg Furlong Andrew Porter it's it's a, it's a nightmare because they're just different they can step they've acceleration they've so much power they can smash you in a tackle um, so that's why they're so good and, and they're unique players how, how damaging would it be for Connacht if they got an absolute hiding here in terms of their journey um, would it really dampen their really kind of uh, put a negative spin in the season I think Johnny um, you know as I said to Ger, the fallback here of going out of Europe in the round 16 which wouldn't is not surprising if it happens is that we're back in the mix in the league and that we can you know get into those knockout stages because there's not many teams who fancy playing Connacht and kind of knock out uh, URC situation because they're 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 very capable of mixing with everybody. Mm. It's just getting an eighty minute performance. So I think it would be really damaging if they if if they lost this game by a big score. Um, is it any good to them even if they're going out if they get a good performance? Well, it is. It's something to build on. It's something to say that look, this is the level we need to to be at, and we backed it up from from the sports ground last week. So I think there's a lot to be said for 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 them. And a lot to take from it to get a good performance here. Uh, can we talk about Munster? And uh, we'll talk about the game in a moment. We obviously have had Graham Rentree confirmed since we last spoke to you. Question from Porik, who's listening in. How did it take Munster this long to promote the fella who already worked there and who said several months ago that he wanted the job? It's a reasonable question. It is a reasonable question, I think. And, and probably the reason is, um, I think they were, maybe there's a couple of factors here, Jared, that... Um, it's the timing of getting a head coach a year and a bit out from a World Cup. Mid-season, a lot of play- coaches contracted in good positions. Um, some maybe didn't fancy it. We saw, you know, Rog kind of ruled himself out at the start. Um, he was on, on Monster's radar uh, for obvious reasons. Um, Scott Robertson was being mentioned in New Zealand, which, again, would it, he any club in the world would be interested in talking to him. And I'm not privy to the the other applicants who 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 applied, but it would suggest that um, 
there was a process that went on that's you know maybe the um they weren't sure about the cvs of some guys that were coming through and it took time and then from an irfu's point of view i think um they probably wanted to it should have been quicker anyway that's the first thing i should say it should have been quicker but i i think and i saw some comments from people online about continuity that one one comment was continuity is the is the last thing monster need but i think it's continuity in knowing the players and i said this, this in the podcast the other day it's it's important that there's somebody there who knows uh, the strengths and weaknesses of players and the reality here is the players themselves have got to take ownership we're, we're, there's a lot of I know the book stops with the head coach, but you know the players have got to get better. And Graham Roundtree now has to be ruthless in his decision making. And if players need to be released and changes, it has to happen. He's got to be really ruthless because, unfortunately, the honeymoon period here for Graham is not going to be the same as a new coach coming in. Um, he's going to get some time for sure, and the coaches he picks are going to to get a little bit of time. But there's a lot of frustration there that. And, and there's a belief that there's been a bit of time wasted, a period of five years where, um, of course, there has been some progress, but it's been up and down and up and down. And a lot of the same stories keep appearing about attack and lack of ambition. Can I- We're just talking about Connacht a minute ago there. Yeah. I, I want Munster, Jerk to be a side that people say they're a great side to watch. Not that they're negative and not that they're... Um, and I think the players themselves would, would probably embrace this. And I cannot, for the life of me, think that there'd be any player in any group, in any team, would think, I don't want to be, you know, throw the ball around and try and be a bit ambitious and attack more. There is games that we have to shove it up the jumper, and I've played in those over the years. And you know what? They're great wins as well. There's a great buzz in the dressing room afterwards where you're dogging it out, picking and going. Roger was kicking it up in the air and we were suffocating the opposition. There's a great feeling on, uh, uh, in winning those games sometimes as well because you you just can't go out and throw the ball around. But that's the big obvious one that has to change. Yeah. And it has taken too long. It has. But, and, and it'll be interesting to see who, who they get in the backroom team. Brendan Fanning floats the idea today in the, uh, in, it's in, I'm reading, in the Herald, but it's also in the Irish, Irish Independent, obviously, that... Now that they know who the guy is and he's there and he's available and he's he's in the building, why is Van Grand still in charge for the rest of the season? The the end of the line is uh, the choreography in this one where the South African is presented as the man in control up until his flight has cleared Irish airspace is pathetic. If David Yusufora believes he's got his man, then get on with it. I think this is a good point. Why don't they just make the manager, yeah. the head coach, the head coach? I know I did I, I, I suppose it's, it's it's a funny one really uh, it's never really happened before that you've had this kind of promotion within during the season and and that's um, it's strange it's strange but I just think in the middle of what where they're at at the moment now um, I think it'd be too unsettling they've had a, a lot of uncertainty and there's relevance to that you know there's relevance is Rion Van Grand's mind um and I don't know, question the guy's integrity, but there has to be a tiny part of his mind is thinking about who he's signing for Bath next year and what kind of preparations are going on there. So Is the status quo unsettling not, as it is, though? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I suppose the yeah, other point they, is that his whole... They'll say, Johnny, they'll say, Johnny, that it's not mm. and that we're all going to be professional here, but it's a very strange situation. And um, 
you know, maybe it should have been handled a little bit differently. But it, look, I think. Well, who would the defence coach be if, if Van Graan goes? Like, is it just Van Graan, or does he take everybody who's going with him? Yeah, you know, I, I just maybe... think look, it's 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 too risky, Jared, to do that. But there, you know, it, it, there, Brendan Fanning has a point in what he's saying. You know, why not shift over now? But you know, if it if it falls apart, and I think look, keep they're going to keep doing what they're doing till the end of the season, whether. Any of us have an opinion on it or not, um, but it's a strange dynamic that the boss is leaving and the boss is under him at the moment. You know, so yeah. it's uh, they've just got to get on with it now. The announcement is made, and I don't think any of us dissecting it anymore as regards what the coaches should or shouldn't do with with, with leaving now or it's leaving at happen. the end of the season. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Okay. So it's it's kind of irrelevant. Are they going they've through? Just gotta, We're out of time. Are they going to go through? Um. I don't know, Ger. I'd be very wary. I think Exeter will really believe that they left it behind them last week. And I think they'll be confident. They were in Limerick a couple of years ago and beaten just narrowly by okay. probably a stronger Munster team. So, I, look, I would love to say I'm confident, but I'm more wary. I think, I really think they can, but they've obviously got to eradicate all the turnovers and the penalties that they gave away last week.